It's February 21st, and this is the Cream City Pacers Weekly Rundown. Hey, I want to start off this week's show by giving everyone a shout out who came out to Coffee Connections yesterday to uh, listen to me on a podcasting panel talking about Milwaukee podcast. That is That was super fun. Yeah, it was a great time to be on. Um, there was a really diverse panel. <laughs> um, it was a good time. I gave away some stickers. I feel like that was like what I was enticing people to come to the event for, like who's coming for a sticker. But I felt like that was needed. So I gave a couple out. It was cool. Nice. Yeah. No, it was a good time. The best part about it is we recorded it because I work, the marketing agency I work for, we kind of helped put it on. So we recorded it and we're going to release a podcast for it. Maybe we'll release it on the show here. Oh, nice. A little tie-in. Yeah, I love it. little tie-in could be a good time. Anyways, I want to welcome you all back to another weekly rundown. I don't know if we can top last week's episode of Valentine's Day. Uh, it, some really funny banter came out of that. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I do want to know who took Apostoli's advice and went on a running adventure. Mm, maybe myself. <laughs> <laughs> now that you're back to running, maybe you took it upon yourself to take on the adventure. Yes. Yeah. I, I highly doubt I, that, though. You highly doubt that I'm back into running? No, I, I know you're back into running, but I highly doubt that you went on the running adventure that you recommended everyone to do. It was very cold. <laughs> the balloons would shrink <laughs> if we played your game. <laughs> anyway, um, if you don't know if you don't know what we're talking about, just go back and listen. Um, to and, last week's. Or next year. Listen, I'll tell you what, though. On, guess what I anniversary did. Next year. Guess what I did do on Valentine's Day? What did you do? I got a heart-shaped pizza from Papa Murphy's. Wait a second. I saw you post that. Wow. That looked like you made it. It looked, <laughs> that, that did not look like a heart It looked like an apple-shaped pizza at best. That was, yes. I thought you made it. I thought I, you and Christina said, no, no, no. We're not going to buy some of the prefabricated stuff. We're just going to make our own pizza. You bought that from it, Papa Murphy's. It, yeah, so we were plugging Papa John's like they were a sponsor, and then I found out Papa Murphy's does it, and we buy Papa Murphy's a lot. I love pizza, um, but we got it. I took a photo. I was so excited to send it to everyone, and the photo just looked terrible. It looked like we made it ourselves, like you said. It was not appetizing. I actually posted it to a group of friends, and someone's like, who threw up in your picture? Oh, my God. I was God. Like, I was so excited to bake that pizza and share it. And it was just such a terrible photo. Uh, Anyways, Valentine's Day weekend. Success because we got a heart-shaped pizza. Not a success because it did not look good on the gram. And you know I do it for the gram. Well, hey, if you're new, welcome to the Weekly Rundown. This is a weekly show Apostoli and I put out. And we talk about what's kind of going on in the local running scene. We kind of banter back and forth. If you are a frequent listener, we appreciate your support. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You are the best. What else is new in this world? What's new? I pulled my calf muscle running last week. I was doing like a tempo workout and it felt like I got freaking hit in the calf. Like someone just came and punched me in the calf and I like almost fell over. And then I'm like, I was running with Christina and the girls and I was trying to figure out 
if it was a cramp, if I pulled it, I like really had no idea. I've never had this happen to me before. So I was like stretching it. It hurt, but like I didn't want to be doing anything to with, it, with it if it was like a, a pulled calf or a strain. So we like hobbled back. We're only a mile away. Hobbled back, and uh, I just haven't done anything on it for a week. So over a week. And then I ran this week. I did a three-mile run. So, like, we'll figure it out. I'm going to maybe see if I can go on a long run this weekend. Um, but a little bit of a setback in marathon training so close to the race. Um, are you back to running or are you not back to running? I, I ran three miles a few days ago. Solid. 3.2. Yeah, pretty solid. I decided to kick it up to towards the end. It was It felt good. My whole day went better, Alex. That's My the whole day went the a lot smoother, and I was a lot more focused and uh, driven. Just had a bigger drive throughout the day. The power of running. The oh, so you ran in the morning then? I, ran, I, I decided to run in the morning. Oh, running in the morning? I, There's no better feeling than the rest of the day, knowing you had a good workout in. Just your total view on everything has changed completely. Uh, though running in the morning sometimes is the hardest thing to do. Like you feel so good the rest of the day. At least I do. But Why like, is it hard for you? Um, so say you have to do a five-mile tempo run. I have to do a five-mile tempo run. It's way easier to just come home from work and go out and do it than it is like in the waking up in the morning to go do it for me. Mm. It's like a lot harder. It actually is like physically feels harder, but also like mentally. I don't wake up easy, I guess. So it's easier for you. Uh, for me, it's a double-edged sword. I, I whether I run in the morning or run at night is neither are great because the <laughs> restaurant opens up at six. Our, the first people there are five thirty in the morning, and for some reason, whenever I decide to go for a run in the morning, that's when the phone calls happen that such and such couldn't show up because they're sick or that person's car broke down or the ceiling is leaking or whatever crazy thing might happen and it just causes me sometimes to get out of bed and say what's the point um i'm i'm just not gonna even try sometimes uh, and then i'll say okay i'll run in the afternoon or the evening when i get back from work and then there are nights like last night that i got back home at 11 o'clock at night so it just doesn't work out. That's part of the reason why I don't run. But energy level wise. Yeah, like if you take that, out that, the external factors. The, the, that, that first decision to go out running in the morning when you're in bed and it's nice and warm. Mm. That's the hardest decision. But once you get over that, that hurdle, it just gets easier and easier. And if you had a good night's sleep, yeah. uh, the morning is one of the best even, even evening evening yeah. i evening i don't like evening runs because i haven't typically i don't eat until after the restaurant closes mm. which is you'd think i'd be able to eat because there's cooks and people that can you, prepare the you meal. own a restaurant and you don't eat ever <laughs> yeah, i don't eat no you, i eat typically i'll order something and i'll eat it around 4 30 uh five o'clock so then by the time i'm able to run and digest it it's eight o'clock at night so, and then I'm tired. 
that I got to go to bed. And I said, I'm going to do this tomorrow morning. I try to do it in the morning and then the phone rings while I try to go out. That has to so be. So it's a vicious, it's a vicious cycle. That has that to be I, everyone's like so favorite this, line. What I'll, is do it? It tomorrow. I'll do tomorrow. it tomorrow. 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 You know what? Today was a tough day. We'll get a run in tomorrow or insert anything else in your life. But then. I'll tell you one thing that I, that happened a few days ago when I did that three mile run is I did wake up late and I did get a couple of phone calls with things I needed to take care of, which usually prompts me to get nervous. But I said, no, I'm going to go for a run. I don't care if it's late. I don't care if it's already seven o'clock and I need to be in work in a little bit. I'm going to go for a run because I need to put my own oxygen mask on first. That's what Adriana Huffington says, which Who? which I love that. Who is the that? Huffington Post? You've heard. She says that you should put your own oxygen mask on first, which is a great little line. And you know whenever, they mean whenever, that on the airplane. When they take people up, there, there's this one video where they take this one journalist. I don't know how they replicate the conditions of losing cabin pressure. Somehow mm-hmm. they replicate that condition. And they have them on camera and they say, they give him one of those box toys that have holes with different shapes. You know the ones, I mean, you have kids right now. Yeah. So you know the little ones where there's a, there's a, there's a cube and there's a star and yeah, you're you. trying to put them inside the, 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 the box. I just want to let you know. There's I'm- a grown man, a grown man that seems to be coherent cannot is trying to put a star figure in a circle that is why you need to put the mask on first that's why they insist it's maybe we'll put it in the show notes because you can't help others until you have control of yourself exactly so especially when you're in a leadership position um, or any position really you should really take time to help yourself first and what better way to help yourself than to go out for a run? So yes. this is advice to myself, really. Yes. I'm not trying to preach. I I'm preaching to myself. I like that advice. But it, it makes sense. You, How many times you go about our days and you let things slip? Like, let's say, like running, you push it off. Right, oh, I'll run tomorrow. I didn't get it in today. Which is your case a lot, right? And you lead every day. But you might not be the best leader you are because you're kind of in this routine of going through these motions of right who you think you are and what you're doing but really it's not like you're not giving your best effort and like helping 100% to your employees and your business when in the case of maybe if you just turn off your phone for 30 minutes cuz what can wait 30 minutes for a 30 minute run right and then you're just a way better version of yourself exactly and guess what nothing happened and if something happens in 30 minutes like if it's like needs attention that quick, someone will figure it out. Yes, in most cases they will. In most cases, they yes, will. and they do. In theory, in theory, right? Like emergency situations or things, they get figured out. But it's fear, really. It is fear. It's when it. Same thing with kids because they fell down once, fell down the stairs. They're always going to be scared of the stairs. Um, so it, it it happened a couple of times the point where it was devastating and and so yeah. so fear is another great subject yeah, we that, should talk about fear sometimes and how running can help you overcome your fears talk about fear this is where we plug fear mke 
Go run with them. Absolutely. They're getting back in the swing of things with their... Um, April, right? Isn't April when they kick things off? Yeah, so Tania Fisher from Fear MKE was like guest number three or four on her show. Mm-hmm. Um, but they do like their January like get back into shape program. I'm like butchering the name, but yeah, I think they start running again in April. So, but we should talk about fear though. That's a good, that's a good point. I think it relates well because a couple bad situations of work in the morning, you have the fear of it happening again and you push off something that's the likelihood of any of those things happening is such a small percentage, but it dominates your decisions. And then what you, what do you end up doing is like creating a habit of not running consistently then. Do you ever switching gears just ever so slightly? Do you ever find yourself slowing down while running and you link it back to a thought? Do you ever notice that you're 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 running slower because you thought, "Oh man, I didn't I didn't do X thing on my to-do list or I forgot to call that person back?" Do you ever do you ever get that reaction? Like I get a, that all the time. Where like I'm, a stop in your stop, tracks type stop of in thing? Stop tracks, literally. Yeah, um, you, for sure. That's fear. Yeah, that's that fear, fear right there. That's fear literally holding you back. And whenever, I'm, whenever we're running, I, I will slow down. If I'm not running, what will I do is, you know, if I have those thoughts and there's not much I can do about it, I'll pick up my phone. I'll reach for... You know, some some stupid app and some stupid website that I can waste my time on just to feel a little bit better. It's all fear. It all comes back to fear. And well, with running, the great thing is that you notice it. And noticing something is the first step to to solving it, right? And to, to conquering it. I, there's a high correlation in my life and in, in periods of success success goes hand in hand with overcoming fears running was a big catalyst in overcoming those fears those mini fears i'm not talking about big fears i'm not talking about fear fear of heights or public speaking or going and talking to strangers i'm talking about the small fears of fear fear of failure small little things that you might forget that might end up causing you more stress down the road running was one of the main things that solved fear in me. The, it's an interesting how you just brought that up about grabbing your phone or, or something, right? I've always related that to boredom. So in our lives, we've never had the opportunity to be bored later on in our life, like in my life, right? Because think about when we're bored. Think about when you have... 10 seconds of downtime. Think about when you're waiting for the elevator or you're um, waiting at the bus stop. What's something? You're waiting in the grocery line. Like what's something anyone else can relate to? You're waiting at a freaking traffic light. What do you do? Nowadays? What do you do? I'll tell you what take, I do. Take care of your phone. Grab my phone. Grab my phone look at it. Grab my phone and look at it. Well, what do I open up? I couldn't even tell you. If you like maybe Instagram, some something that I don't need to do, but you do it. You're at the stoplight for 15 seconds. You're at, you're maybe you're in the grocery line for two minutes. But we don't have an opportunity to be bored. We are just in that world where we just pick up time and are filling it with scrolling of something, whether it's social feeds, emails, the weather, Strava, you name the app on my phone, I can click on it and burn time. And that's not a good thing for us because it doesn't let us just sit in our own minds 
and like meditate on anything if you or even you can take that same concept if you're like anxious or nervous or uh, upset you can just go to your phone and something's there to scroll through right but with running you don't have that when you said like you get stopped in your tracks so when you're running and like something hits you whether whatever whatever it is and you kind of have that stop in your tracks moment what do you do you keep running you keep and you, you notice that and you tackle the situation in your head or you figure out how to go into a meditative state and get rid of it or you come up with a new idea or you come up with a solution or you come up with something to help you and i never thought of it this way through fear i've always looked at this as and what i've heard and this is why i think about this is like the boredom thing of like replacing your phone but when running you have to tackle all these situations you get to t you have the opportunity to tackle these situations and i think that's what makes you hear a lot of people like Vince when he was on the show, Vince Ventrano talks about, he uses the times to kind of script out speeches and stuff. So for him, maybe it was like, what am I going to talk about? What am I going to, how am I going to choose this person? And then you have this opportunity to not look at your phone, but plan it out. And you look at long distance runners and how much, you know, runners have this mental fortitude and are very strong willed and all that. And it's like, well, you have to build that. There's no other option when you're out there is but to build this muscle in your in your brain. So interesting wow. take on fear of that, because I've never brought that into my thought process on all this. But but I'm glad you bring it, it up. Boredom plays too. well. Boredom is I mean, can we talk about running boredom, especially if you're. If you're like me and, and and you in most cases you if you run alone if i run alone there's there's no music there's never any music yeah talk <laughs> about boredom if you're out and it comes down to that that saying that says uh if you're if you're bored you're not paying close enough attention and while you're running you can get bored so easily but you can always pay attention to your breath your steps your surroundings the the, the 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 breeze there's always something you can pinpoint down and that helps you in your life too to become more present and mm -hmm. maybe be at that stoplight if you run five days in a row and and, and be in a stoplight and say yeah talk i got i got 15 seconds to kill and you just maybe notice the people around you smile at the person that, across the street or mm -hmm. uh, or or just listen to the noise and be be one with and you know when i usually do that the most like i just have that? a better understanding of my surroundings at a stop sign looking doing those examples you just said is when i'm in a good state of mind so like i haven't been running because of my calf so my mind's just racing i'm like there's no board syndrome because i'm looking at my phone or doing something or occupied but the days I run, I can always tell people it's my favorite time when I run in the morning because I feel so much better. I'm at the stop sign looking at people and then a car next to me, like just more presence of presence of what's going around around me. So I like how I running can tie tie back to that as well. Let's plug in a book real quick by Murakami, who's typically he's a he's a fiction writer. Um, he wrote a, he's a big runner and he wrote a book called what i think about when i talk about running what i talk about when i think about running or something along those lines um, it's a memoir that is not a novel it is a memoir fun fact he's japanese 
And speaking of Japan. So the Tokyo Marathon is canceled for non-elite runners because of the coronavirus, if you did not know that. So if you've been living under a rock, you are now educated and you're welcome. I'm glad I can bring news to people. But... Weekly rundowns here in Milwaukee. Do you know... I didn't know this till I was looking into it. 38,000 people run the Tokyo Marathon. It's one of the biggest. Oh, God. 38,000 people. How far out is it? It's like a month away. A month away. Can you believe you're training for this marathon? You've been trying to get into it for your whole life. You've... You you watch anime. You you love Tokyo. You love Japan, and you're just but, saying, "I'm finally gonna do this." I've been planning. You book your tickets a, ahead of time, and now it's canceled. It's a big. Great. This coronavirus thing is a big. Well, and then deal. like reading through the articles, like go through the Outsider and the, or like New York Times, any of them like the, talking about running and kind of have some knowledge on it. They've been bringing up like all these other things that are canceled due to it in like Japan and this whatever different cities in there like uh the um downhill skiing world championships were supposed to be this month canceled uh the weight the dead lifting weight lifting championship not dead lifting but just weight lifting championship in japan or is in china is canceled so it was like though we like like we're runners so we see the tokyo marathon we're like this is crazy like it's impacting everything i just actually since all runners world does is just crank out content when you search tokyo marathon canceled now what's because that's what this is like a week old it's old news is will the boston marathon be canceled question mark Whoa. like is that clickbaity yeah but like i don't know if it's a valid if question. it's a valid question because, because it's like the, because it's, a few weeks ago it was just china yeah and now we're just worried now it's japan it's it, and then next thing you know it's yeah so it's, it's um so speaking of big running events, so obviously the Tokyo Marathon is canceled for non-elites, but marathon trials are the 29th. Leap year day. Leap year day day. Anyways. In in LA again? No, no, no. It's in Atlanta. Oh. Atlanta Cuban. Remix A, where we party every day. There's a really good... It's in my head. I can't sing it right now. Anyways, so that's cool. So if you listen to this... Like next week, um, you'll be listening to this before the trial. So go check it out. Go watch it. Do we have anybody that is making it, that is listening? Do we have well, Do we have a listener that is going to be running that race? Yes, we do. We do? Da, da. Milwaukee. Represent. So I believe there's only a couple people from Milwaukee who have are qualified in running it. John DeWitt is one. Um, we gave John a shout out. Is he sponsored by Nike? Please tell me he is. Why? I mean, come on, Nike. Just do oh, it. Okay. I, um, and <laughs> but anyway, then, yeah, he should be sponsored by by Nike. And then We're Liz, call it out. Uh, Liz, let's see here, Liz Burkholtz. So I okay. think the only two people from Milwaukee are john and liz so we're nice. cheering for you guys well, best of luck that have is, a good time is... wow and then i a little foreshadowing episodes but john after he's done with the trials is going to be on the show boom, boom, wow, 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 wow. play cool right, show john, make it good man make it yeah good. we're excited we're going to just talk about his journey to the trials i think it'll be great and his so experience what, what time do you have to have to be on the trials to make it in 
Um, two forty-five for women and two eighteen for men. Two eight. Wait, two eighteen. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's right. So, but then we we just had Richard. Dodd. We just had Richard Dada, and that's where he was sure. like, like two nineteen thirty nine. So he was like thirty seconds off, and his brother was twelve seconds off. All right, which, you have to go which, which two back sub then? eighteen. Stay tuned. Richard's episode will be released in March. Any races coming up? Uh, yeah, dude, we weekend? just actually had a big weekend last week. We were like hyping up the big race weekend where it was <laughs> the Steve Collin run, the Petted Indoor, and then those like whatever winter run series and cocoa powder puff races. So speaking of the indoor marathon and the Steve Collin run, so we did a live episode last October at the Lakefront Marathon and we did a panel and we had Jenny Zwagerman, David Louie, and Sheila Wardell all on that panel who were racing. And I want to give a shout out to Sheila for the Pettit Indoor Marathon. She had a, what looked like she had a big team uh, for the relays. So it looked like a lot of fun. I saw that Sheila was wearing a squid hat. There was a lot of great photos out of that. Actually, there was just a lot of great photos from that weekend uh, in general. So it looked like the Pettit Indoor Marathon was a success. Sheila, your team looked awesome. Way to go. And then huge props to Jenny Zwagerman and David Louie, who David won. Um, he was first overall and Jenny won first female overall wow. at the Steve Cullen 8K. So look at that. Past guest. Cream City Pacers, Pacers representing. Just freaking crushing it out there. Oh, man. And then anyone who did any other race this weekend, I hope you guys had a good time. I wasn't running, but I was actually in Madison. Cap. It was a good time. Madison. See some friends. Nice. Yeah, I venture out of Milwaukee sometimes. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> I like figured like, hey, if you have if you have this show, are you allowed to leave Milwaukee? Yes, I did last week. For weekend. now. For, for now. now. I left. For now. <laughs> um, looking at some upcoming races on February 22nd, which is this Saturday, is the Flannel 5K and 10K. So get out your flannel shirts and get a good run in. And then um, looking into March. So the, there's, a, there's some good races in March. We'll leave those for next week. But the fight for air climb is on March 7th. Hmm. So if you guys are um, not familiar with that, that's basically uh, a race up the U.S. Bank Tower staircase, oh, and it's all for man. charity. It's really cool. Oh wow! I can't imagine doing that. I'm like, you walk up your stairs here at your um, at your place. Six floors. Six floors. They count almost as ten. Yeah, because they're double high, high ceilings. Man, yes. that's tough. It's tough. So all the way up the but U.S. Bank. Wait, wait. Okay, how many floors is forty two? It is 1,034 steps. Wow. Last year, more than 2,800 participants and raised over $750,000. Do you go down when you're done? I believe you just go up. And then yeah, the, that, would be yeah, a, that would be a mess. That it's, would be a lot of people bumping into each other. To raise awareness for lung health and disease. I know a lot of people do it. I've never participated in it. They should make it more fun by having people take the elevator down and do it again. Like, just like you have a 5K and a 10K and a half marathon and, uh, and an event, there should be like the once, the twice crowd, the three times. I would... I would Triple down. What's that? <laughs> That'd be crazy. That, that, Obviously, people no, would I, do it. Absolutely, people would do it. Because if you have, how many people do you have doing it? 2,800. If you have 2,800 people doing it, you can definitely get... 200 people to do like a double one. It would really, 
like spice it up because obviously you're trying to be like the first one to the top the first time but if it's like multiple times now you're turning this into like a long game how do you go after it and then you're trying to pass people because obviously if you went up once and now you're trying to go up again there's going to be people who are slower than you that you got to try to pass oh yeah that sounds fun it's and you're like super event. yoked oh you need to do it <laughs> And if you don't do it, U.S. Bank building, we're going to go to Northwestern Mutual across the street and start a new race. Yeah, where well you could better. do it more than once, U.S. Bank. And if you have a problem with that, then come sponsor the show, and we won't ever talk about it again. <laughs> Guys, we love you. Thank you for listening. Until next time, keep on running.